Welcome to the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs GSD, the number one podcast for aesthetic and beauty business owners who want to get stuff done and become the entrepreneurs the world needs them to be. Many of you out there are uncertain, overwhelmed, and confused about this thing called business. Where there's uncertainty, we give you comfort. Where there's overwhelm, we create calm. Where there's confusion, we provide clarity. Welcome to Aesthetic Entrepreneurs Get Stuff Done. It's me, it's Richard Crawford Small. Um, we are still trapped in, in lockdown. Those of you listening to this, you know, way in the future, it's uh, May 2020. Um, we're all still under house arrest. COVID is still rampaging through, uh, <clears throat> through the world. And, um, you know, things are getting a little fraught it seems out there we kind of don't know what's going on um everybody wants to be out partying and unfortunately we're still stuck in our houses which throws some very very interesting challenges and um i'm really pleased to be able to welcome uh, our guest today sj hartshorn who is um one of uh, our clients and one of our aesthetic entrepreneurs and um what we're going to talk about today is how Couple of things, you know, how I suppose as individuals we're keeping keeping it together, but also as businesses, because if you're looking back on this now, this is an un, you know unprecedented is the best word for it, where businesses have had to close, <clears throat> income has completely stopped, and how you used to do things has been completely replaced by how we're going to have to do things in the future. So, first, I'll introduce you to SJ. Hi, SJ. Hi there, Richard. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so, yeah, Simothy, is just give us a little bit of background. Hi. Well, um, thank you for having me. Um, I'm SJ, and um, I've been in the aesthetic and beauty industry all my life, pretty much, 20 years. Um, and I inspire men and women to feel, um, to feel powerful, unstoppable, and more confident with my tailor-made cosmetic enhancements. And I've been doing that for 20 years now. Excellent. So what is your 20 years experience in this marketplace? And I think mm-hmm. that's a huge wealth of knowledge. How, I suppose, I suppose before we had lockdown, you, have you noticed many changes in the market? Yeah, well, I've, um, I've been more in the advanced aesthetics for the past, say, six or seven years, but I've been beauty-related for the 20 years. Um, but it has changed dramatically. But I do think before the lockdown happened, I was already kind of evolving, maybe six months a year before that. So when I first spoke to you, I started evolving my business to a different level. Um, and then lockdown happened. So it's kind of just thrusted me even further down the digital side, let's say. Mm-hmm. What, what, what was prompting the changes? Um a bit of boredom um, and also being in quite a competitive um, industry. It, it, it became quite, it became quite saturated. Now I will never blame other people for not doing well, because I think when something becomes busier, you have to then just find a way to rise above the crowd, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I almost 
after like raising a family and everything else, just plodded. I was plodding along and just expecting my reputation just to keep bringing the money in. And I, I got a bit complacent. So, and then I got a bit bored. So with that, I thought, you know what? I need to step up my game. Mm. And it, it kind of happened at a perfect time because the lockdown hasn't forced me to do that. I was already starting to do that before lockdown. So it really came at a good time for me. It's interesting you say that sort of compla- complacency and boredom. And um, as you know, I'm a you know, massive film fan. And there's um, uh, a quote from in the, the last Batman movie, Dark Knight Rises, when Bane is fighting Batman. And he basically says to him, the yeah. victory has defeated you. And I think sometimes, you know, when you do get a level of success, it's difficult. You have to re, it's like throw it at the wall, smash it apart and start again and rebuild it. Yeah, you do, yeah. Interest level up. Because, um, yeah, sometimes success could be the worst thing that happens to people. Mm, yeah, yeah. You look at all the sort of stories. I mean, again, movies tell great stories, don't they? Like the Rocky movies. Rocky was hungry and then he gets beat mm. up. And he has to go back to the beginning to kind of rebuild and rebuild find what he had. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. You kind of had to do that yourself, really, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And I think you, you know, like you said, you success sometimes is not. It, it depends what you make out of it. And I think because I, I went through a stage when I had, um, I've got two young children. I had a major operation, which kind of set me back quite it sent me like a good year actually um I was pretty much housebound not able to walk um and it made me it, it, that made me realize that how vulnerable you are in this industry as well and if you've not got alternative ways of generating money or you haven't got kind of like a digital platform to help you make money you're lost you know you can't just rely on putting hand to client you know, so it's kind of made me by having all them little, I'm not going to say having kids was an obstacle, but it, it, it does change things. By having all them little things has made me realise, you know what, you can't just stop when you feel like you're at the top. Mm. And you've got to kind of evolve with, you know, with what's happening. That The digital side is just massive now, you know? Yeah, uh, I'll say it. Kids are, kids are an obstacle. <laughs> I love them dearly, but they definitely got in the way. Um, so, um, but you, you, so, so you, you've embraced the, the, the digital aspects of it. Now, I think one of the big challenges I think people tend to have is how do you, is to digitize what is effectively a hands So, you know, you make, you make your money or have made your money from treating people physically, you know, treating them. So, yeah. so what have you done in terms of to be able to, kind of convert that into that digital model what sort of steps have you taken well i think what um the the main steps i've taken is things obviously video consults um continually keeping that facebook lives is just a a massive part of what i do i since me and you had a meeting probably almost a year ago now i've gone live on my private group every week Tuesday night, and I think I've missed one. So I've missed one in nearly a year, you know. And I, it's, it's, and sometimes you don't want to be there. Sometimes you, you feel like, you know what, I really could do without it tonight, or I'm running out. Feel like I'm running out of content. But just to keep your clients knowing that you're there and keep you in the front of their mind is a massive part. 
Um, but online booking system, Zoom consultations, um, you can do a lot via video, via video link. You know, you can consult with your client, find out what they need, find out their, you know, their goals and what they're wanting to achieve and parcel things up, send it to them. You know, there is ways to make money without being face to face and touching your client. There really is. Yeah. And your timing was fantastic because obviously, you know, the situation at the moment has you know, you, you've been okay because you've you had that in place. Yeah, I've not still, had to adjust as much. Yeah, but, but these are still things that I, you know, regardless of where we are, these are things that should be part of a business strategy. And you touched on something, you know, that obviously I'm a massive fan of, which is the Facebook Lives. Mm. And they have been a game changer for a lot of people's businesses, mine included. Um, yeah. I've never seen anything grow tr- trust and build a relationship as quickly as a combination of a Facebook group and Facebook lives. Yeah. And, and that's what it, what I always think is it's easier to get your clients, your regular clients to spend more money with you than to get new clients. Mm-hmm. It's always so much harder to be getting new. Obviously we all need the new clients, but it's easier to look after the ones you've got to then extend, you know, to, to expand on what they spend with you. You know, before I kind of started doing all these, um, all these, all these lives and video consoles, the amount of clients that just came once a year for their eyebrows done, paid me £200 a year, that was it. Now all of them are on my skincare plans, uh, my facial plans, you know. I've even got a couple of them asking for, like, business advice on how to get themselves more known in their industry, which is like hairdressing or nail extensions. So it's kind of... It's kind of, naturally it's opened up other avenues for me to try and help console other businesses to help develop as well. So you know, it's 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 definitely um, I'm definitely embracing it. I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's made me realise. You know what's made me realise? And, and I love what I do. I do love, and I'm good at what I do. I really am. I do love and enjoy it. But this has actually made me realise that I am an entrepreneur. I am an entrepreneur and me putting hand to client, I'm still going to do that. But there is so much more that's going to be coming from, you know, webinars, business development, expanding, um, helping other businesses. So it's made me realise what I actually want to do with my life and my career. It really has. It's incredible. That's fantastic. You're on a, you're on a mission. Now, I am on a mission. I'm on a mission, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we often do yeah. call SJ the machine. The so, machine. <laughs> do not get in the way of the machine. No, so you tell no, us, you know, the, the, the realisation that you are, an, you are an entrepreneur. I mean, let's just kind of explore that a little bit because I think it's, a, it's an important realisation, I think, for people to make when that you are okay to kind of not pigeonhole yourself. And the term entrepreneur, actually, I mean, I struggled with it quite a lot. Because, um, you know, Amy bought me a, a, a journal and on the cover it had Richard Crawford's Small Entrepreneur. And, um, you know, I, was, I wouldn't even take it out of my bag. I just thought it made me sound yeah. like a complete wanker. Um, and it, it, but it took time for it to settle down. And now, I, yeah, I absolutely admit, I agree, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I love doing that aspect of it. So how, how did that process kind of work for you? How did you sort of settle in and be comfortable with that term being applied to you? Um, I th- to be honest, it's 
I think doing doing this whole journey, you know, during lockdown and almost kind of thinking of all these are the things that I can now embrace has made me realise that I don't just do eyebrows. I'm, I, I'm not just, you know, when people used to ask me what I do for a living, oh, I tattoo eyebrows, you know. Mm-hmm. I could actually say now, you know, as a short intro to somebody, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, and, and my list then it'd be endless on what I do. And I think I think an entrepreneur is 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 developing something from not much as well, you know. And I think this lockdown has taught me that there's a lot of people out there that run a business that are now just sitting on the backside waiting for it to blow over. They've got the government grant, that's bailed them out and they're just gonna open again. Then there's others that, you know, luckily like myself, I have actually got a, a, a government grant on this, but I'm not sitting on my grant to bail me out. I'm going to be using this and using this time wisely to uh, and be an entrepreneur, you know, work on the business and actually develop the business. So I don't think I've ever been shy to say the word entrepreneur, but now I know that I am an entrepreneur, yeah. if that makes sense. You know, yeah. I, I know I definitely am. You've believed it. And I think for yeah. me, it's when you take some of the, you have to take some hits before you really, before it sits. And that's when you kind of realise, it's a bit like the, that book I've got, it's become more battered and, you know, uh, over time as I have been. And as you learn your lessons, then, you know, almost in a sense, the work you worry about what other people think when they hear the word entrepreneur. And I mm-hmm. get the idea, the sort of feeling that, when you stop really giving a shit what other people think, yeah, yeah, that's when you really are one. Because it's like, well, I think when if somebody says to me that they're an entrepreneur, I'd be so interested. I'd like so, so what you know, what do you do? You know, I'd like to know more about that. Whereas if someone says, "Oh, I, I tattoo eyebrows or I do consulting," you know, if someone says, "Oh, I'm an entrepreneur," I'm like, okay, tell me more. You know what? And I think that's just the feed off you know, feeding off somebody else as well. Yeah, so, so what's, so what's next? So as you as we next? come out of all of this, um, you know, you've touched on lots of different elements that you're going to, you're going to be doing. So what's next on the list? I think I need to, um, I'm work, I've been working a lot during this time on some, um, I know we don't like the word webinars, but they are kind of webinars. Um, I'm trying to kind of formulate some home learning um, aspects. I'm also looking at. I want to develop a um, a group, um, a private group, a, a subscription group to kind of help similar people like myself implement things within their beauty business to develop them. Um, and I'm also this week, fingers crossed, starting my own podcast. Um, so I've got everything set up for that. I'm quite nervous for that, and I don't know why because it's only my voice and not my face, so it should be better than a Facebook Live. Um, but that's, that's, that's my next steps. Um, and I do think, I'm not in a position to do it right now, but I do need to Im- employ help within my business. So, you know, I, I, I've got a good clinic and I've got fabulous clients that I want them to still have a bit of me, but also have somebody else that I can introduce as well. Um, but obviously to go down the route of employing somebody when we've got a few uncertainties is not the best thing to do right now. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try and manage it all the workload myself. Um, but yeah, I think I'm definitely going to go to 
get somebody to do more hands-on for me and me develop in that business entrepreneurial side a bit more. Awesome. Give yourself a bit of time and let, let you work on what you want to work on. So Definitely, so, yeah, so. yeah. It's interesting. So you, you mentioned about yeah, pod, podcasting. Um, mm-hmm. Podcasting is a little bit odd initially when you get used to it, until you get used to it. Um, especially some of the earlier um, podcasts I did. So recently we've been doing, I've been doing more interviews with people and stuff like that because I think, uh, you know, in, in the early stages it was sort of setting the scene about who I am and what you do. And it is kind of telling a bit of a story, but mm-hmm. when you're not talking to someone, it's kind of slightly, it is slightly strange, which is why actually I feel much more comfortable doing things like this, which Absolutely, is essentially, yeah. you know, we're right. So those of you looked at here, we're on zoom, you know, I can see SJ, SJ can see me. We're having a conversation and it's adding value to people listening to this. Um, mm-hmm. I'll still do the odd, you know, one, which is just my thoughts and musings, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think as long as your, your, your people get value from it. Yeah. You know, I think what I want to make sure I do is that I have, I have enough content. I want to make sure that I have a good five or six behind me before I start releasing them because there's nothing worse than somebody getting into something and then before you know it, you've not been able to release your latest podcast, you know, because of time constraints. So I want to make sure that I've got, I've got some content there before I then start releasing them. Um, but yeah, I'm quite excited. But another thing as well, doing podcasts when you've got children at home, downstairs, you know, they've been quiet at the moment, but it's, I'm going to have to kind of break off or lock myself in the playhouse in the garden, I think. Yeah. Uh, get a bit you quiet. Know, you know what? It, it's sort of some of the, so it's some of the changes, I think, you know, that, that have happened in the really, really short space of time, obviously, you know, lockdown is kind of, you know, the big thing, is yesterday I had a call with a, with a client and um, half, halfway through, her, her daughter walked in, you know, shouting, screaming, banging this drum and calm as she likes, turned around and said, it's all right, you know, out you go, mum, mummy's done, she'll be finished soon, go on, out you go. So the door, me just carried on. Now, if you think, probably, what, what, six weeks ago, if that had happened, Everyone would have had some sort of meltdown. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's so unprofessional. Yeah. It's not normally like this. I can't I believe know. she did that. It's really strange because I've just watched, uh, literally this morning, just watched Helen, who's in the uh, club group, just watched her do a live, and she's just broke off to wipe a kid's butt and then come back on the live again. And I'm like, that's just amazing. But I didn't, it was not an issue whatsoever. No. You know, I've had it with my daughter before when I'm doing a live coming in. I'm like, I'm just going to pull her back to bed. I'll be two seconds. Yeah, you know, so. has, you know has, has real life finally actually connected with, you know, your social at home <laughs> life and business. It's, you know, for us, again, you know, entrepreneurial, self-employed, whatever you want to call it, it's been our life anyway. You know, I live, eat and breathe what I do. The family are involved in it. My wife's worked with me. You know, the kids know what I do. Um so it's not been that much of a deal, but if you kind of have to you know, go out to work, your family are very, very separate from it. Whereas now, you're all in the same house. Yeah. So you're running a conference call with you know the team, and when the kids bursts in, that's just the way. That's the way mm-hmm. shit goes now. Just. But uh, don't you think that actually makes people more relatable as well, more real? You know, it really, really does. I, it does not bother me one bit. At first, if it happened to me, I'd be like, oh, my goodness, you just interrupted my life. <laughs> you know, like before, I think I've slipped up and I've swore before in a live, and I did get pulled up from somebody doing that. 
and then you were like, well, whatever, no, leave it. And it just makes you more relatable to other people. So, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's real life. I know, absolutely. I mean, we could sort of talk a little bit about that because that was, that kind of bothered you a bit, didn't it? In the sense it that... Did, it really sort of, yeah. Yeah. It did, really bothered me. It really did. I did a live and I was a little bit passionate on this live and I think I did let the, I think, I think it could have been the F word. It could have been shit. I'm not sure. Um, but I got a direct message from somebody who's in the similar industry to me, uh, saying we are professionals, you shouldn't behave like that. Um, we have to, you know, remain professional at all time. I think it's disgusting that you let that word slip. And it really upset me. And I it was straight away I messaged you, I'm like, Richard. <laughs> um so but then after that I thought, no, you know what? My my clients know me and a lot of my lives now are in my private little tribe that I've got. Mm. So, you know, they swear at me as much as I swear at them. So it's, you know. You know what? It's, it's people, people work with people. People attract people. People like people. I, you know, I have, I, I just call, let's call it industrial language. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, <clears throat> you're a Yorkshire lass. I'm an exhaler. You know, that's just the way it goes, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Industrial language. And a lot of times, actually, I use it to to see whether or not it's, someone's actually the right person to work with. Because if you can't handle a little bit of an F-bomb or also a truth bomb, yeah. then actually being a client is not going to end well because it's just yeah. too, it's just, we're just not connected. It's not going to work. Um, and I think, again, same sort of thing is when you're showing that authenticity, people are either going to be... Like it's going to resonate with them or it's going to be dissonant. So that person who messaged you, you know, she's never going to be in your social group. She's never going to be in your kind of world. And no. therefore, her opinion is of little merit. Yeah, Grace, as a fellow professional, thank you very much for taking an interest yeah. in it. But that's more about her than you. Mm-hmm. And her, so, yeah, you just take I it. I always, well, did somebody tell me once what I, did I read it or something? Don't ever take somebody's um, advice if you wouldn't ask them for your opinion, their opinion. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I said that right. So, yeah, don't take on their advice if you would never go to them for their opinion anyway. Exactly. Yeah. If you know. Yes, so, have my opinion that I haven't asked. You know that you yeah. haven't asked me for. Um, yeah, great. Because you know you've got to surround yourself with people that you know, like and trust. They've got to be on your wavelength. Mm. Um, which is why I think, you know, the sort of the community that we've got in the set of entrepreneurs and the entrepreneurs club is really quite valuable because, you know, Jesus, you jump on that. I have to shut clearing the WhatsApp group down every now and again because it's just filled with. <laughs> oh, uh, I, can't keep up with it. I can't keep up with that group. I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> so the future looks bright for SJ. It does. Very bright. I'm very excited for the future. Good. You're very passionate about what you do. And I think as an, you know, you're, um, a force of nature. The machine is here. Yes, yes, I'm here. Yes, and I've got now. I've now got the time to push what I want. And to be honest with you, obviously, I'm dying to get back. But I want to make sure I've got everything done. So everything that's on my board behind me that you can probably see hmm. that has to be done before lockdown finishes. So if they announce next week that we've got a week left, I ain't got time. I, I, I've still got things to do. I'm, so yeah, I'm kind of like that as well. Actually, sort of looking at the. the... The, the calendar going how much how, how much longer have I got you know I've got to get this, I've got done. Get this done yeah yeah definitely definitely so awesome so um 
thank you, SJ. It's been brilliant having you on. Thank you got very the, much for having me. Got the the ten most important questions. Oh yeah, I've heard about these ten questions. <laughs> Might not like some of the answers though. They're taking on legendary status. These questions. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, ten most important questions in the world. Are you ready? Yeah, on it. Right. Beatles or Elvis? Beatles. This is, yeah, this you know it's funny. There is a fifty-fifty. I had a lot of Elvis. Oh, I don't think it's fifty-fifty. I've heard more people say Beatles to your question. <laughs> I just don't want to admit it. No, that's true. I still don't admit it. Like it's yeah. When we upset all of Liverpool by saying that they're an overrated, that that uh, yeah, that, that didn't work too well. Um, Superman or Batman? Batman. I think there's a definite yeah. thread with the aesthetic entrepreneurs that they're both bad fans. He's got a bit more grit. Yeah. yeah. Bit more grit. He's a bit more of a dick. He's just a bit more honest. He's definitely my favourite character of those two. Definitely. Are you a night owl or an early bird? Early bird. Really? Early bird. Yeah, yeah. Um, I struggle to get motor at night time. I have to really force myself. Whereas I could, I could actually get up at five and go for a jog and start mm. my day. Um, if it like in winter, I find it really hard that I can't get up and get out for the jog because it's too dark. So I love getting up first thing, getting out, you know. Yeah, especially last winter. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So those of you who don't know, SJ lives in in Doncaster. um, And I was doing, I did the world tour when I was off to go visit people. um, Around November, I think it was. Worst time in the world to ever pick to do anything, to go in the north of England. Because I kind of got, I had to skip over over the Midlands and South Yorkshire. Because it was just... Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, you're not going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you don't think I'm going to be able to get outside. Then someone else ring me and said, I'm putting sandbags by my front door. Yeah. And I was like, right, okay, I'll cancel this one then. Yeah, I don't so, think this is going to work. <laughs> um, are you Apple or Android? I'm half and half, but I, I'm, I've, I've had to go more Apple because it does more. But I do like to go against the grain, so I always feel like I want to be Android, but I'm actually not. (laughs) I've got a Samsung phone, though, because it takes better photos for my clients. So I am Android with my phone, but everything else is um, Apple now. Yeah, don't tell me what to do. You've just just replaced your Mac, haven't you? I have, yes. I find it difficult. I'm not actually on it now because (laughs) I'm not used to it. I'm used to Microsoft, so it's... I'm, ju- I'm just trying to learn it. Oh, this is, this is your first Mac? I thought you'd replaced it. No, no, I've not had it. It's my first one. I'm a newbie. Oh, sorry. You're, you're, when, you, when you get the hang of it. Yeah. Just re- it's, sim- the message I can give, the way I put advice I'll give you is it's everything's much simpler than you think it is. Going from PC to Mac, everything's much simpler. So if mm. you're trying to click, it must, do more, it must be more. No, it's like yeah. that. It took me about, it took me about 20 minutes to close a document because I couldn't find the little cross in the corner. So it, I should, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to like do YouTube videos, how, how to scroll down. Yeah, <laughs> you know? a few tutorials. We could always, I, look, f- feel free to put messages out in the group. Everyone, I think, uses Macs in the group. <laughs> um, PlayStation or Xbox? I'd just say PlayStation, because that's what we've got at home. Mm. And I do play one game with my daughter on there, Overcooked. What game's that? Overcooked. Overcooked. Have you not? Have you got a PlayStation? Well, I've got that PlayStation and an Xbox. You need to get overcooked for youngins. It is really, you have to, you're like in a kitchen, you've got to make recipes. 
and so you've got to cook something and then you put it in a wrap and wrap it and deliver it. And my daughter, she's seven, she absolutely loves it. So yeah, it's a good one. I think poor Percy, the likelihood of her getting her brothers off Fortnite has zero chance. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fortnite's massive, yeah. <laughs> no chance, awesome. What's your favourite movie? Um, Green Mile, I think. Good film. Yeah, it's that or Shawshank Redemption, those two. But I do, I agree, man, I do like that. So, so both Stephen King? Mm, yeah, yeah. What do you think of, have you seen the new It movies? No, I haven't. I'm a, I was a little bit scared of the first one. I think when that came out, in the, the, when I watched it, when I, I, I was a bit too young mm. when I first watched it. So, you know, when it just leaves a little bit of a laughing fear. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm not particularly scared of clowns, but every time, yeah, so I've not watched it yet, so I, I think I need to. But I need to make sure I give myself time afterwards to watch a cartoon or a bit of Marvel yeah, it, or something. It's funny, that that it, it has dated. So the one that terrified us all when we were younger has re, has dated. Because yeah. I put it to, oh, right, it's really scary. And we watched, the, and the kids watched it. And they were like, look at it, they're like, really? shit. How weird is that? Yeah, my my mum was the same with uh, Exorcist. She she always told me never watch that film. You cannot watch it. It it will just put the fear of God into you. You can't watch it. And I watched it probably only a few years back, and I was like, is this it? And it just shows how how these scary films have completely evolved. You know, yeah, they've just built them up. So yeah, the kids mm. they're, they're, they're they're hardy now. I think yeah, quite tough. yeah. Not like um, what's the song you rock out to? Oh, I like, I love all music, but I do love A Town Called Malice. Ah, jam. Good on Yeah, you. I love that. It's, it's yeah, I, I do like that. But I, I, anything, anything, yeah. just get, not even, I don't even need a drink, Richard, just a dance floor and space. <laughs> dance floor, space, a pair of shorts, no skirt, and then like, that's it, You've, I'm, I'm done, I'm done. So, yeah, I don't need... And, and people just get in my way. I need my, my own space. <laughs> I will bear that in mind for GSD when we crew, would have to increase the size of the dance floor for you. Yeah, just for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, sun or snow? Ooh, sun. Yeah? Yeah, sun. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I like autumn, so it's kind of like in between. So... Yeah, snow for the kids, sun for my holidays. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, uh, what's your go-to business book? I'm really crap with books. I hate reading. I absolutely hate reading. Um, so I've tried audio books. I think mm. you recommended me a couple. Um, and I, I find it so hard. So I, I've got to say none because none. I okay. just... I have, I I can't I'm I'm a, I don't get into a book when I read, and I find the voice on audio so boring that I yeah. actually, then before you know it I've, I'm one chapter in, and I've, my my mind has just gone elsewhere and done something else. So um, I, I did start the um, Seven Habits of. You recommended me that seven one. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah. I started listening to that, and it's it's. I've got that better than the first one I watched, which was um, Think Rich or something. Uh, that just was hard work. Um, but I do struggle. I do struggle with reading. I, I'm better doing, uh, like, visual, you know, so, like, when you're in club and you talk, I, I can relate to that so much more. 
than mm. reading a book. That's good. I mean, it's how you know, people take information in different ways. I'm like you yeah. with audiobooks. Um, I mean, one trick you could try is to speed them up. Okay. So you can increase, so rather than just having them at single, at one speed, maybe if you increase the speed a little bit, it puts a little bit of pitch and variation in the voice, but it's also quicker. Yeah. Um, maybe that's my problem because it's too, I like, I like, I don't like slow people. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of my pet hate, slow people. Yeah. So that's probably my problem that they're just not doing it fast enough for me. There you go, it's just, it's just uh, it might, might, might work out for you. And <laughs> final question then, is what's the best bit of advice you've ever received? Oh. oh, I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, I don't know. I haven't. I. I don't. I. Nothing. Nothing's really resonated with, unless it has, and I've not really known it. Yeah. Um. You gave a good. You gave a really nice bit of advice earlier on, actually, which is about opinions. You know, don't. Um, you know, don't take advice. From yeah, that, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do, I do think in my younger beauty years, I was more worried about what people thought of me. And like I had a, I had a beauty salon and I, um, got a long story short, but I had to close the salon. Um, I had it for a lot of years and it did make okay money. It was fine. Um, but I was bored of it and wanted to progress into the next thing. A, i.e. the advanced aesthetics and I held on to that far too long and the only reason I held on to it is because I thought people are going to see that I've closed my shop and to them it's going to look like I've failed whereas in essence my next job that I was going to do I was going to earn more money less overheads a better way of life but on the surface it doesn't look like I'm as 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 profitable or as good a businesswoman so I, I did used to care what other people thought and their opinions more than, you know, what I believe, you know. So, yeah, that's probably a bit of advice there. SJ Hartshorn, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. It's been awesome. Awesome. Good luck with the, good luck with the podcasting. Uh, thank good luck you. with the next steps. And, um, yeah, take care of yourself. Catch up with you soon. Yeah. Thank you so much, Richard. Take care. Subscribe now for tips, insight, and stories to enhance, empower, educate, and elevate your business to new heights.